Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Welcome to the Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. Hey everybody, it's great to have you with us today. We're going to be talking about something that we believe is going to really, it's going to really encourage you, right? It's going to give you strength for the journey that you're on with the Lord. You know what we're going to call it? We're going to call it shock absorbers for life. Ooh, I like that. Shock absorbers for life. And 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 you say, what's that to do with anything? Well, let me first, let me give you this, this, illustration first so i know all of us have driven down bad roads before right so we've driven down roads that have potholes and um uneven places and we realize whether you realize it or not the reason that your ride was so smooth is because your car has shock absorbers on it and the car has shocks on it to keep the frame of the car from taking the hits of the road um one, I looked up in Wikipedia about what shock absorbers, what they are. It says shock absorbers reduce the effect of traveling over rough ground, leading to improved ride quality and vehicle handling. So shocks protect the frame from the potholes and uneven places on the road. They enable the car to ride smooth despite a bumpy road. In other words, they flex, they give, they absorb those hits so the frame isn't damaged in any way our point today is that's the way that you as a believer are going to enjoy your life in christ by having the ability when the potholes and the uneven places of life come you need to be able to flex and to give so the point is you can't be successful in life the biblical way if you cannot flex give and bend at the turmoil and uproar that our lives go through. Because every single one of us that are listening to this today, we all have situations that we either are in right now, um, whatever that is, whatever that trial may be, whatever that um, situation of turmoil may be in your life right now, you've just hit an uneven place in your journey in the Lord. You You have just slammed into a bumpy place, a pothole, and what we need to have is shock absorbers that keep our faith from taking a hit, that keep our foundation um, in the Lord from taking a hit. And something I've learned, if, if we're mastered by our circumstances or the things that we can't control, we will not enjoy life. We will not live victoriously. We will not enjoy God. And we'll probably... Um, make everyone around us unhappy as well. That's if we are mastered by, and everyone needs to hear that. If you're mastered by your circumstances or the things you can't control, you're not going to enjoy life, not going to enjoy your relationship with God, and you'll make everybody else around you unhappy. And if you're someone out there that's like that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are people who when life doesn't go or life doesn't behave, they become fearful, they get angry, they get depressed, they get bitter, they withdraw. And someone says, in the church? Absolutely people do that in the church. I've watched people leave a church because somebody hurt them. In other words, they couldn't, they couldn't have a perfect existence, so they withdrew. Again, you can't live life victorious. I'm talking about as a believer in Christ. When the circumstances of your life 
master you or when your circumstance dictates your life. And I think about this. I'll give you some examples. How about a mother whose son is the pastor of her church? And this is something that we saw. This young man is a vibrant, faith-filled guy. He's full of zeal for God. And all of a sudden, he starts to have a little pain in his side, and he begins to lose some weight. He's still eating, but he's, you know, he's got some pain going on. This goes on for a few months. He's still preaching, still shepherding, still leading his church. Then he decides one day to go see what the doctor says about his pain in his side. And he comes face to face with the diagnosis of a cancerous tumor that's attached to his liver. Six months, he's laying in a hospital bed, mother looking at her once vibrant son, full of life, but now he's laying before her thin, pale, and soon after, he's dead. Or how about a wife whose husband feels numbness in her feet and they go out for a walk and he suffers a stroke? Or friends do you wrong, or somebody in your family hurts you, or your boss overlooks you, or your business slows down, or the car breaks down, and so on. Life does not behave, and sometimes it just won't cooperate, so we got to have shock absorbers for life. And these shock absorbers that I'm going to talk to you about, there's going to be four of them, they will improve the quality of your journey in Christ. Listen, someday we're going to be at a place where there's no more crying, no more pain. Revelation 21.4 tells us it's going to be a perfect world in heaven. We're going to be there one day. But until then, how do we make it? We have to have shock absorbers for life. So I'm going to give you, Jan and I are going to give you four um, biblical shock absorbers that are going to help you to be able to flex, to give, as you live within this uneven and pothole-filled world. And I say emphatically, you do not want to be apart from these. So let's talk about shock absorber number one. Shock absorber number one is you need to have a strong belief in the sovereignty of God. The reason I feel so strongly about this podcast, both of us, we knew we needed to do it, is because our whole purpose for these podcasts mm-hmm. is to help encourage, inspire, but also help disciple people, yes. to help you grow in your faith in the Lord, help you grow in your maturity in Christ. And this is something that's so basic and so needed. Shock absorber number one, we have to have a strong belief in the sovereignty of God. Psalms 121, verses 7 and 8. Psalms 121, verses 7 and 8. It says, the Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this mm-hmm. time forth and forevermore. So we need to believe and know that God is our chief ruler. He is our Father in heaven, our King of kings, and our sovereign God. And we need to remember that the devil is not infinite. He's not omnipresent. God is. God is infinite. He's always with us. Psalms 139.7 says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? So we have to have a strong belief in the sovereignty of God. And let me give you a few examples of the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means this, that you can be a Joseph with a promise early in life that your brothers will bow down to you, which gets you thrown into a pit and into jail where you stay for at least two years. And for 13 years, that promise stands in your face to mock you. You'll be exalted, but you're in a pit. But you trust in God and his sovereignty. Sovereignty means that you can be a Jacob where God appears to you in a vision as a ladder descending from heaven with angels coming and going and says, I am with you. I'll give you the land and the promise of your father. And for 20 years, you work for a wicked uncle 
who does you wrong in every moment of your life, but you trust in God and his sovereignty. Sovereignty means you can be a little boy and have a prophet named Samuel anoint you and say you're going to be the king of Israel. And years later, you find yourself in a cave hiding from the king who wants to kill you. But you trust in God and his sovereignty. Sovereignty means that you can be a man named the Apostle Paul and the fellow who baptizes you. God told him that you will bear God's name before kings. And you go to Jerusalem to preach and you get thrown into jail and then into prison and then onto a prison boat that sinks at sea. Then you get on an island and get snake bit. Then you go to Rome and then to another prison where you get to preach. But you trust in God and his sovereignty. Sovereignty means that you can be a Christian. Told that you're in Christ. There's no condemnation and all things work together for good. But you can hurt and cry and yet keep trusting that all things work together for good because God causes them to for those that love him. That's what the sovereignty of God is. It's simply this, that God is powerfully purposeful. Mm. Psalms 105 verse 8, he remembers his covenant forever, the word he commanded for a thousand generations. How about our friends who just had their little four-year-old daughter died, diagnosed with leukemia and they're in a hospital in Dallas right now going through chemotherapy, she's losing her hair, she's going through all the mm. traumatic things that someone goes through yes. as they're getting chemotherapy and dealing with this cancer that's in her body. There's one thing I've seen, and Jason always writes out these, um, what's going on, kind of keeps people up to date. And the one thing that I see in his writing and the things he talks about is he still is holding on to the understanding that God is always with him that he knows God is in control, that this whole situation is not out of God's control. So how can that be? Because we've got to understand that God is always in control. He is sovereign. And Jason has not lost the understanding that God is a sovereign God, yes. even in this terrible pothole of life. Mm. Listen, sometimes hardship, through that hardship, you're taught things that you needed to learn. And the purposes of God, they are all around us. Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2 says, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. Listen to this. It says, I have called you by name. You are mine. Verse 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. So the first shock absorber we need to absorb the hits is the belief in the sovereignty of God and a trust that he is purposeful, and what he does. Yes. Amen. Amen. Shock absorber number two. We have to have a hope in God's glory. What do you mean by that? Well, Romans 8.18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to, that is to be revealed to us. So shock absorber number two, if you're writing it down, we have to have a hope in God's yes. glory. Glory meaning the transforming, joy-bringing manifestation of God in someone's personal being. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comprehension. In other words, shock absorber number two is saying to us, we have got to understand that where we are, this world we're living in is not the best there is. That even in all the things we're going through, even what Jason is going through with his daughter, even what him and his wife are dealing with, 
That's a light momentary affliction compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in their lives when all this comes to an end. The end of my Christian life, of their Christian life, will be the glory. Paul said, but I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. That is the glory. You have to believe that this is not the best of all worlds, Mm -hmm. because beyond the veil is the glory. We need that shock absorber to live the life we're in. When the potholes come, when the uneven places come, and sometimes these terrible tragedies come, that this is just a light and momentary affliction that we're living in. As terrible and tragic as it seems, it's nothing compared with the glory that's going to be revealed in us yes. when we get to heaven. Amen. So this is not the best. There's something coming that's unexplainably better than we could ever imagine in our lives. Revelation 17, verses 15 through 17 says, For this reason they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them, for they will hunger no longer, nor thirst any more, nor will the sun beat down on them, nor any heat, for the Lamb in the center of the throne will be their shepherd and will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Mm. That's awesome, isn't it? Shock absorber number two is to live with a hope in God's glory. Mm. And I'm going to go to shock absorber number three. And I know my wife's going to jump in on this one because this is this minister to both of us. Shock absorber number three. We need an enjoyment of God's gifts, meaning you have to enjoy right now to deal with the potholes of life and the uneven places of life as they come. What it tries to do is steal your joy in the journey, take away your hope. But what we've got to begin to do is enjoy right now. Some people always look, well, when this happens, when my ship comes in, when this money comes or this goes on, then I'll, no, we need to enjoy, right. we need to enjoy God's gifts right yes. now. Ecclesiastes 3.13 says that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all toil. This is the gift of God. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his work, this is a gift of God. Mm. Listen, we can't let the elusiveness of what might be take away from us the happiness of what is. People are always looking to the future. We need to enjoy right now. My wife and I, and I'll let her say something about, we have have made a decision. You know, we've gone through things in our lives. We're always thinking, well, when this happens and this door opens, no, we need to enjoy right now. Ecclesiastes tells us seven times to enjoy your wife, enjoy the works of your hands, for God has has approved that. Enjoy right now and you know you ask older people what would you do over almost every single time they're going to say to you i wished i hadn't worried about things i couldn't control that's right we need to enjoy right now enjoy your wife your kids your singleness your sunshine flowers food family friends hobbies and so on enjoy right now 
know, I just wanted to interject, you know, sometimes, um, and I believe a lot of people can relate to this, uh, sometimes it's not until you mature in age do you realize time is so precious. And you can look back and go, wow, you know, the, the Lord promises never to leave us nor forsake us. The Lord promises um, that He is there with us, that, you know, we can trust Him. And as we look into the past, we see His faithfulness. And a lot of us think, Amen. wow, if... If I could redeem that time, pay back that time, get that time back, I would have never worried. I would have never fretted. I would have never, I would have enjoyed life to the full. And I, I, and I want to say this because I believe a lot of you are nodding your heads right now. You know, it's kind of like when you're in middle school. You can't wait to look to the future, to high school, because when you're in high school, you get to drive and you have that freedom. But then when you get to drive and you're in high school, you can't wait to get out of high school. You're looking to college because you want to move out of the house and you want to now enjoy your life. But once you get in college, you're you're already thinking, when can I get out of college? Because I want to get my career and I want to get married then you look to marriage and you're like I want to have kids but once you have kids you can't wait till they get out of the house and then once they get out of the house you miss them and you want grandchildren so it's this vicious cycle that like Brad said we're always looking to the future we're never enjoying the now and Brad and I have purpose this this year that we're in that we're going to enjoy each other like never before. We're going to enjoy um, spending time together, getting some hobbies together. Um, so many times work and responsibilities, ministry, you both can be so focused on that, that, that you're not having that downtime of enjoyment of other things of life. So this is what we want to do today. I know that Brad has another point he wants to give to you, but I want to encourage you today that your circumstances might not be perfect today. Um, you might be in that season where it is just hard. You feel like you're barely um, keeping your head above water, but you know what? There can be enjoyment today in the smallest of things you know sometimes we're driving on the highway and you know y'all can relate to this all of a sudden you get to your destiny where you you know the, the, where you should be and you think how did i even get here you don't even remember the journey of the highway to the place of destination but sometimes you can be driving and you can look up real quick and see that beautiful sunset and you think, wow, there is a world that is passing me by because I'm so focused on I have to get here, 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 here. And you're not stopping to just smell the roses and to enjoy your life. So I just wanted to interject that to you. You know, like we said, shock absorber number one is having a total trust in the sovereignty yes. of God. In other words, no, no matter what it is we're dealing with, that God is purposeful. And all this, we cannot, with our finite, our finite mind, try to figure out why this or why that or why God, because he's, he's infinite, he's all wise, and he's purposeful in everything he does, and that's going to help you be grounded. That's going to help your faith from not taking hits yes. um, from those potholes of life or the things you're going through. Shock absorber number two was to live with a hope of God's glory, that one day this light momentary affliction is going to pass, and God's glory is waiting for us. It's going to be a place, no more tears, no more crying, no more pain. And the one we're talking about now, we need an enjoyment of God's gifts. Joy right now. I was talking to a friend of mine about this, and he said, yeah, I used to always think 
well, when I get that raise, or that, that's going to bring me more money, or when I get that new position, and that's going to bring me more money, then yeah, then we'll, I'll be able to do these things, and that's going to make us happy, and that's going to make my wife, and that's going to, and, and that's going to fulfill us. But you know what? It seems like it never gets there because it's going to go from one thing to another. We need to, and a lot of it's tied to money or things. We need to enjoy right now. Yes. You need to enjoy it, to deal with some of the potholes of life. You're going through something right now. I, I know you're, how can I find, how can I enjoy? Just look around. Sometimes we got to look at just the simple things that God's blessed us with and God's given us and just enjoy yes. right now. If you're married, enjoy your mate. If you have kids, enjoy your kids. Enjoy your dog. Enjoy a hobby. That Enjoy right now. Go out and get a double dip of ice cream. Enjoy <laughs> or a big juicy hamburger. Go out and enjoy <laughs> Enjoy right now. Amen. And the fourth shock absorber is we need a total trust in God's presence. How do we deal? How do we keep our faith, yes. our spiritual foundation from taking a hit from this bumpy road, these uneven places in the journey that we're on? We do that by, by having a total trust in God's presence. Psalms 46 verses 1 through 2 says, God is our refuge and strength, yes. a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. Yes. And I am talking about a trust that lets you know that he is closer than your dilemma and your problems. No matter what you're going through, don't let your dilemma overtake you. Don't live according to your circumstance. Live in the understanding that you can trust God, that his presence is right there with you. The Bible calls him our helper. He'll take care of us. He'll be with us. Psalms 18.2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. And these Psalms are written by men that have gone through life, that have yeah. taken the hits of the road, come into uneven places. They've gone through desperate times, difficult times, tragic times, and they pen things like this. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. And that's the way we need to look and know that God's presence is always with us. He tells us in our storm-tossed boat, I know where you are and I will come to you. Just step out with me. Yes. Just step out of that boat. Come to me. I'll take you through this. And he's saying, when I tell the storm to stop, then the storm's going to stop and I'll get you to the other side. He's with you in your boat. And the great thing about him is, is that while we're freaking out, He's asleep because he's right there with us. He knows he can take care of anything that you're going through today. Even though the winds and the waves blow, there's one who is asleep in your boat. And he will not be roused at this terrible raging sea going on, but he'll be roused at your voice crying out, Master. Mm -hmm. And listen, even he'll get up on his feet. Even in our flawed faith, he's going to rise up to take yes. care of you today. So I, shock absorber number four is having a total trust in God's presence. That he is there with you. He is always there around you. He's, yes. he's omnipresent. He's closer to you than the problem. Even with Jason and Angela, what they're dealing with, with their child, he is closer to them than their problem. 
His presence is with them. No matter what you're going through today, His presence is with you. Put that shock absorber on. Get it on there and fasten it tight because it's going to help you with the potholes of life to know that God's presence is always with you. Listen, I'll say it again. You can't be successful or victorious in life the biblical way when life's circumstances determine how you're going to be. You can't be successful in life the biblical way if you can't flex and give and bend at the turmoil and the uproar that our lives are going to go through. We all need these shock absorbers for life. A strong belief in the sovereignty of God, hope in God's future glory, an enjoyment of God's gifts now, and a total trust in God's presence. Four great shock absorbers that will help you get through the situations of life that you're in now or that you may be going through in the future. You know, we hope today that you were encouraged. I know that you were. I I was just hearing Brad bring this forth, this powerful uh, subject matter. Again, know that God is faithful, that God is there. And um, we, we want to encourage you today to keep on listening to the podcast. Share them with people. If you know somebody is going through something right now, share this with them. Have them get on line. Have them go to Podbean. Um, find iTunes, us or, or iTunes or our website and um, be a blessing like that to someone. Sow this into their life. So until next time, we, we pray that you have a wonderful day. Bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.